0: Welcome to the Housing Hour with Kevin Ray, a locally produced program devoted to bringing you a fresh perspective on housing, diving into the issues that matter most. The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray is presented by Mortgage Investors Group. When Kevin gives the word, be prepared to call in to 865-243-TALK. That's 865-243-8255. Now, Kevin Ray.
1: Tell me
2: welcome into the housing hour my name is kevin ray i am your host i'm here with mark griffith our co-host Um, Thank you for joining us. Thank you so much for coming in and spending this hour with me and Mark. And uh, appreciate you just taking time out of your day. And we're hoping to add some value to your weekend and give you some information that could be of some help. And um, we're going to, in just one moment, uh, Mansoor with State Farm is going to come on. And we're going to talk to him a moment about uh, the the storm damage and some some best practices of of what might be a good way to uh, try to get the, the ball down the court more efficiently um if you have some storm damage i know my next door neighbor suffered some and we're going to devote a lot of the show to uh the storm and and you know of course this is early you know we're probably going to have a few more of these episodes so it's not a bad time to you know direct our attention and try to help you the homeowner or even the people out there who have property that maybe uh you have had some damage um, but first um Mark, I'd like for you, who was the gentleman that, that sang, sings the song that we came into? Jason, uh, tell me a little bit about him. I'm, I'm just curious where that song came from. Justin Hines. Justin, that's right.
3: Yeah, he, he's a Canadian, and uh, he's got a lot of CDs out. He did a PBS special, I think, last year that was just awesome. He does have some uh, physical handicap issues, and he's in a wheelchair. But to to listen to his music um, is just absolutely fantastic.
2: And that song was written for For the, Joplin,
3: Missouri for He Joplin. wrote that I, I think as a fundraiser for the Red Cross I'm not too sure of the particulars but I think that's pretty close
2: and the video that you showed me in my office one day man it was it was remarkable it well, was it, really amazing the guy is a
3: major talent so if anybody goes just go- google Justin Hines and look at his music and, and he does a lot of uh, special events and I think he did some fundraisers in Africa so he's very active
2: yeah and, and you know the fact is that I believe the count was 28 confirmed deaths from yesterday's storms yeah, throughout I think, I think the southeast right. and also the, just the Ohio Valley in general well um With no further ado, I'll bring in Mansoor. Mansoor, how are you?
4: I'm doing great, Kevin. How
2: are y'all doing? Oh, doing fine. Thank you for coming in on short notice. And I know that you're currently moving and you've got this big event going on over at your office. And then you throw into that, probably getting some calls yeah, yeah, from the storms. So thank you, first of all, for coming in and joining us. And, you know, the first thing, before we even get to the storms, could you just tell me what it is that you, um, you guys took on with the prom dresses? Can you just tell our listeners what it was that you did?
4: Yeah, yeah. Um our office actually put together um it's called the Sparkle Project and it's something we launched this year uh to get uh high schoolers in need uh with the dress that they need that they might not be able to do afford. And so we we the donations for prom dresses um got them all at our office and then this this morning we've been giving them out to high school uh Seniors that, uh, that needed a dress and, and uh, got them some accessories and some uh, hair deuce and uh, nails and stuff like that that were donated by, by different sponsors through, throughout Knoxville. And then you throw the storms on top of that, and it's been a busy morning.
2: Oh, man. Well, that's remarkable. I think that's a great idea. And just for those out there who um, would like to know, it's Mansoor Hanson, and he is with State Farm. Can you give me your contact information just so those people that might need to call you for something?
4: Yeah, yeah, and we actually have some dresses left over, too, so if people know of anybody in need of a dress, just just shoot us uh, an email or give us a call. You can reach us at our office at 865-690-7100, or uh, you can email me at mh at com.
2: Okay. Well, that's great. And I'll put that contact information on my Facebook page for those of you who couldn't write all that down. That's facebook.com slash housing hour. Okay. So um, first off, you know, when I dealt with my storm damage back in April, you and I actually talked on a few occasions and, you know, it was, it was frustrating because first of all, I will not throw under the bus the folks that I'm currently with. And I plan on moving my stuff over to monsoor and i've been promising him this but the fact is we haven't got our claim finalized from our storm so yeah, i'm waiting to get to that first all taken care of so it's just you know i know that people are frustrated tell us just give us if you can maybe a few rules of thumb some things that people should be mindful of when when it is that they're trying to to file a claim okay
4: okay yeah no problem um, you know, you you want to have a good relationship with your agent or with your company, um, but also there, there's a few things you can do as a homeowner to help expedite a few things. Um, like, like say that you have a, a, a storm damage and, you, and you're assessing the damage. Um, the, the first step would be to obviously call and report the claim, but at that point, um, you know, especially in the storm that we had in April. Uh, we were fielding, I mean, hundreds of claims a, a, an hour, I mean, in a, a minute. We had, we had over 2,000 claims just in my office. Um, and so the best thing to do is get the claim filed, but then um, to start documenting some of the damage that you see. Um, you're not going to see it all because uh, they're going to send somebody out that's trained to look for it. Um, to document as much as you can see. Um, and then get somebody that you trust um, to, to come out there to provide you with an estimate. Um, because what you want to do is you want to have a good assessment of the damage, and you want to have some some ideas of what it's going to take to get those to get that damage fixed. Um, and then when the claims adjuster for the insurance company comes out, you have that information, and that's going to just speed things up. And then if 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 the claims adjuster misses anything, you've already assessed it. Um, but if if your contractor and you missed it, then they're going to point it out, and then you, you're only going to be off a, a little bit as opposed to uh, one, one, your best time to get everything done is
3: while the claims adjuster's out there the first time. Hey, right. Mansoor, uh, it, yeah. also, if there's damage out there, a lot of people want to get outside and start cleaning things up. Isn't it important not to throw certain things away so the adjuster can see the damage, actually, like broken fencing or, or pieces yes. of stuff that blow off?
4: Yeah, you don't want to do any—you can do any temporary— temporary repairs that you need to in your in your policy contract it states that you uh, as a homeowner have the due diligence to prevent any further damage but you do not want to make any permanent repairs to anything until they've assessed the damage themselves you can document it with pictures um you can uh you can do some landscaping cleanup because there's not a whole lot of that they can do with, with uh, landscaping, if the landscaping's hit a structure, you're going to want to wait for an acclaimed adjuster to come out Okay,
2: there, what uh, about, as well. well, sorry, what about if a tree fell over on a fence, for instance? Okay. Would you yeah. want to so, cut the, the tree up? I mean, is that okay? I, I would not. I okay. would not. Well, my neighbors <laughs> already began doing that, so <laughs> that's why we're on the show.
4: <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it, and it's okay, because sometimes, if it's just, if it just hit one one section of fence, it might not be something you turn in anyway.
2: oh, it hit more it than one some, unfortunately, okay, okay, yeah, I took a picture of it for her, so I'll let her know I have that okay, okay yeah you, you would,
4: if it's if it's gonna cause more damage, I would document it with pictures and then get get what you need to get done sure um but then if it's something that can wait and normally trees on fences can unless there's animals in the back that need to be uh uh kept in right you know, I would wait for a claims adjuster on that.
2: So, the, so, tree, so go ahead, I'm sorry.
4: Trees are a tricky thing too. Um, we get calls about trees more than anything, especially in, in the high winds that we've been having during these storms. Um, if a tree is alive and it's my tree and it hits your fence, then it's actually your homeowner's insurance that's gonna pay for it, oh. um, if it's your fence. Now, if the tree is dead and it's my tree and it hits your fence, well, then my liability insurance for my policy is going to pay for it. So um, especially right now, you need to assess your trees. And if anything's dead, uh, get those limbs or get those areas of the tree or get the whole tree taken out. Because if that falls on your neighbor, you're liable for it.
2: What a great piece of information because, you know, normally there's about 90, 94 tornadoes reported in one month. And I think that I read somewhere, I may be taking this out of context, but I read somewhere where there's already there was 87 just yesterday. Is well, there, do you think, I mean, that's that was something that I just read online, so anyway, that's probably a good piece of advice for um, the people listening, because if they do have trees that need to be cut down, maybe they're dying, or maybe there's one that's leaning, maybe they just need to have it assessed, is what you're saying.
4: Right, right. I would definitely uh, take, take a look at the trees, and I always, in the spring, I always uh, assess the trees in my yard to, if, you know, if they're not... If they're not budding, uh, you can normally crack a limb, and if it's if it's if it's crisp, it, it's dead. And so, um, you know, assessing your trees, especially if you're in a really wooded area and have a lot of trees around you, take a look at that. And you know, there's been um, numerous, you know, there, were, there was last year uh, a dead tree that actually had fallen on somebody's car, and and, and unfortunately they they passed away in that accident, um, and, and it could have been prevented by, by chopping that tree down.
3: Hey, Mansoor, if I have to repair or or at least protect something, if I have to go out and buy some tarps, because this happened in our neighborhood, and everybody goes out and they buy tarps to put over something, can we actually get reimbursed from the insurance company? Um, How do we go about that? I mean, is that covered?
4: Yes, it is. Um, It's part of that preventative care. So just save your receipts for the tarp. And they're actually – now, I can only speak – for uh, for State Farm and, and for my company, but I, and I, I think other companies do the same thing as well. Is that um, they will actually pay you uh, to do it as well. So if you're if you're buying the tarp and you're and you're putting it up yourself, they're going to give you uh, you know a couple hours labor charge for doing that um, you know yourself. So, yes, it's definitely something you would want to do, and if it's something you're not physically able to do, then, um, you know, uh, either uh, call somebody that you know uh, or a contractor that can come out and and put a tarp over it, because in the long run, that's going to save everybody money um, if if you do that.
2: Let me real quick get our phone number in, because I know you're going to need to leave here in just a second, but our phone number here at the station is 865-243-8255. That's 243 8255, and it's a pound 100 free call for U.S. sailor customers. And we'd love to have your questions and also, you know, report some damage, maybe some things that you have seen. We would love to give you this opportunity to tell your story. Um, you know, I know Harrogate was one of the areas that was hit pretty good. Teleco Plains was hit pretty good. And there was six other counties as well. I think Oak Ridge um, got blown Ridge. around a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah. Too. Well, according to the lightning strikes that I saw from that was incredible. Yeah, it was really amazing. But, Mansoor, I mean, one of the things from a mortgage perspective that we're definitely going to see, I mean, the fact that mortgage applications are up and we've got a lot of people in the pipeline and I can almost guarantee that there's going to be some language coming out soon that oh, yeah. the appraiser, if they've already done the appraisal, that they're going to have to go back out and do a final inspection. I don't really know if that's actually going to happen, but wouldn't you assume it would happen, Mark? Well, it's
3: definitely going to happen. Yeah. We're going to We're going to take that precaution just to make sure that there's no damage post-inspection.
2: Yeah. Now, so... I know that you've probably dealt with this in the past, Mansoor, but what would you advise your um, customers to do as far as, you know, those folks out there that have their home listed? Maybe uh-huh. maybe they've even got a contract on it. You know, is there any uh, different advice that you would give for somebody that's in the middle of a transaction or trying to sell their house? Because they, is there a, a expedited, should they just wait till it sells? Talk to me about um. that.
4: They, they, they each each situation could be a little bit different but what i would do if it was me in that situation is i would let let the claims people know or let your agent know right away that hey mine you know it, this is a little bit more of a time constraint i remember back in april we had this happen and we had a couple people with contracts on homes already and they would not close the home until the repairs were done. Um, so we had to get those expedited as quickly as we could um, to tr- to make sure that their their house was going to close on time. Um, other people were able to work out uh, between they went ahead and closed the home, and then the prior they had to write up within the contract that the prior owner would work with them on getting the uh, the repairs done uh, post closing. And so I know that that's happened. Uh, it's not ideal because obviously there's some level of trust there uh, between getting that done, and it's hard to um, to foresee everything that might come up. Because if they get into uh, a, a portion of the roof and they realize that they didn't see this additional damage, then that that's going to change the uh, the settlement of of what they had had, had uh, originally.
2: Well, that's, uh, that's good information, and uh, we're getting ready to go to a break. But, Mansoor, we really appreciate the time that you spent with us. And oh, again, no problem, Anybody who actually has a question, you can email me to kevin at kevinray.com if you just have a question that you don't want to come on the air about. But you can also directly call uh, Mansoor's office. He is not going to be available today or tomorrow because he's moving his house. He's got a ton of things going on. But yeah. you, can, you can call his office on Monday and tell him that number.
4: Yeah, uh, the number at the office is uh, 865-690-7100, um, and I'd be glad to, to answer any questions that, that anybody has uh, uh, whenever whenever they can call in. I'd be fine.
2: Well, great. Thanks again. Hey, enjoy the move, and um, I'll be out there with my truck later. No, I'm kidding. All, All right. right. Yeah,
4: y'all <laughs> have a good one, and, and, and y'all take care. Okay, thanks, thanks Monsieur.
2: Bye-bye. Well, we're going to go to break, and when we come back, we have uh, two questions that I really wish I could have asked Monster, but I know he has to go. But I'll try to answer them the best that I can. And then I'd also like to talk about how it is that you get these estimates for storm damage and do it in an efficient way and do it honest. Because it just seems like the system is bent against that, and they almost make you want to do something not down the honest path which is what we all want to do and what we ultimately do at the end of the day. So we'll talk about that. But thank you again for joining us. We'll be back in just one moment.
5: We're
1: Tennessee's choice for Fox News Radio, 100.3 WNOX.
3: When it's time to buy a home or take advantage of terrific refinancing options, put your trust in Tennessee's leading independent mortgage lender for over 20 years. With 15 locations in the state of Tennessee, Mortgage Investor Group offers a diversified line of products that takes a caring approach to the lending process that ensures each loan fits your individual needs. For more information, call toll-free 800-489-8910 or visit migonline.com. Mortgage Investors Group, your home loan solution serving Tennessee for the past 22 years. Tennessee Mortgage License Number 109 Mortgage Investors Group is an equal housing lender.
1: At Title Associates of Knoxville, we are all about you. You, the buyer, the seller, the real estate agent, or the lender. Hi, I'm Sue Benson, owner of Title Associates. In today's real estate market, it is more important than ever to have a title company with experience, a company you can trust, and one that conducts business with you in mind. Our staff has been serving Knoxville and surrounding counties for over 20 years with timely attentive service. We are constantly updating and re-educating ourselves to ensure the best possible service to our customers. At Title Associates, we are proud to be a part of this community. A community that has remained positive during the downturn of the economy and a community that will recover with an even stronger real estate market. If you're buying, selling, or refinancing, our staff promises to make your closing a pleasant one. If you're a real estate agent looking for excellent customer service, give us a call, 777-1040, or visit our website at tanox.com. Title Associates, your choice and the right choice.
2: Mortgage Investors Group is committed to being your home loan solution. It's just that simple. With over 22 years of experience in the home financing business and over 60,000 clients, MIG is Tennessee's leading independent mortgage lender. Whether you're looking to upgrade your current home, purchase your first home, or need to simply refinance to a lower rate, now is the time to move. There has never been a better time to buy a home than there is today. Record low rates, great selection of homes for sale, and sellers ready to sell. This environment will not last forever. Mortgage Investors Group has money to lend, experienced loan officers to guide you, and a singular focus of helping you. Contact us and we will help you realize your American dream today. MIGonline.com or 865-691-8910. Equal housing lender, Tennessee license number 109111. Mortgage Investors Group recently on the neoboard show you know i'm just I, i'm still hanging on to the anybody but romney and for the longest time i thought perry could do it and had to move to gingrich and nobody seems like they're gonna beat romney oh, the it's Ging- horrible
0: gingrich and his anti-capitalist G- rant I'm about embarrassing ben. it was embarrassing something new something different weekdays from 10 a.m till noon Don't miss it. For over 90 years, life happens on WNOX. WNOX. The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray continues, helping you understand what is really going on out there and what to do about it. Again, Kevin Ray.
4: You ain't nothing but a house.
2: Welcome back into the Housing Hour. Thank you for joining us again. Uh, We are here. We're talking a little bit about the storm from last night. And, you know, I don't know where you were, but, um, you know, it was a pretty intense storm. And I know that there was some... You know, some scared kids, certainly. I know mine were um, just because of the experience that they had last April. Um, and I actually called my mom at one point and asked her if she was down in the basement. And she said, no, what's going on? <laughs> I don't even know that they were even paying attention. But anyway, it was it was concerning because I was watching the radar. I was probably obsessed with the radar a little too much, just kind of keeping an eye on exactly where the storm was going. And, you know, at one point there were so many of them that were coming up the pike. You know, it was like, well, where is this one going? Were you watching the radar? I was, well, yes, because you were emailing me <laughs> the radar, oh, yeah, that's true. but uh, I was watching it, and it
3: just reminded me of April 27th because we saw yeah. the same lines, almost the same pattern, and it was, yeah.
2: it's it's unnerving. And you know, for all of our branches, I was, you know, we have branches all across the state of Tennessee, and I was really trying to concentrate, you know, if there was one that was close to a particular branch, and you know, there was several that had near misses. And matter of fact, our Chattanooga office, that one that was going through. Madison County in Alabama um literally just devastated and there was there was an F1 come to find out that went through little and, while. no it? no no I'm talking about Alabama it was oh, Madison Alabama. yeah it was Athens Alabama and it was actually also um another city right there it was uh, Huntsville Alabama and and I was listening and I was paying close attention and then all of a sudden it jogged a little bit east and it was going right at Terry and them. It was right, you know, right at them. And they were under the desks and just... And it, and, it, and it hit just right outside of Literally, Canada. Literally, yeah. It, it sure did. And... So, you know, I was paying close attention to that and just being extremely careful with, you know, letting people know and and, and making sure that everybody just knew what was happening. Because, you know, it was nerve-wracking, I'm sure, for people who were trying to work. They were trying to do, you know, what it is that they do. And paying attention to the radar is not something that they probably wanted to concentrate on. So last night, you know, Pam and I, my wife... And uh, our two kids, Olivia and Patrick, uh, they're four and uh, f- uh, four and six, about to be seven, Olivia will be. So we decided to go to a movie. <laughs> I saw that. Star <laughs> we went, Wars? We went to see Star Wars. And, you know, I was questioning on whether or not we actually wanted to do that or not because, you know, I was worried. But I saw a moment of opportunity where there wasn't going to be any storms for a little bit. And, and so we went. But then when we left, which was about nine fifteen, it was almost like the grand finale of the storms. Yeah, it was the one because- that keeps he- through Knoxville and and I don't know uh, if you, everybody saw, but the lightning that was was being created out over Oak Ridge was unbelievable. And you said it looked like they were being attacked.
3: Well, it, it just it just reminded me of just streetlights being turned on. It was that consistent, and then you see these streaks across the sky. So I can't imagine how scary it was out in Oak Ridge.
2: Yeah yeah it, it sure certainly was and and you know the other thing was that you could you could see when the lightning would strike you could see you know i don't know whether they were funnel clouds or not but i could certainly see large groups of clouds you know but, rotating they weren't hurt, they weren't tornadoes
3: well todd Howe said everything was circulating up there yeah. so M- I
2: mega cy- cyclone or some mesocyclone mesocyclone so you know it was it was just crazy and and you know that's the thing I mean I had some video back in April of last year of the amount of hail that we received you know our roof we're, we haven't even finished our claim as I already said but you know it was just incredible amount of hail that came down you know we didn't see that but we did have the high winds this time you know 40 or 50 mile per hour winds just constant and there was no tornado but it was a severe thunderstorm and I think that there was probably some F zeros you know maybe upwards of 70 to 80 mile per hour winds in isolated areas. But I went outside when we got home, got the kids, we were, you know, getting them, getting ready to go to sleep. And so I went outside on our front deck, our front porch and I was beginning to just assess the situation which was so ridiculous i should have been inside but you know the man i guess i'm trying oh if i can see a twister then i know really to hunker down right. so i was just you know assessing the situation looking over the horizon as the, the lightning would strike and then all of a sudden i saw a huge wasn't it was an explosion basically a huge explosion of purple light that just gyrated probably not the right word but just just sounds good yeah and in it was probably a half a mile down, transformer blew. I don't know if a tree hit it or lightning struck it or probably what. Probably water, I don't know. Maybe water, maybe it's, yeah, it may have been that. But whatever it was, the whole neighborhood, the lights immediately went out. I wish I'd had my camera rolling. But but the lights went out, all the street lights went out, so it was pitch dark, and then that purple light blew up again. It was something out of a movie. It was incredible.
3: Well, you can imagine the terror that would go through our neighbors with the eight counties that got actual tornadoes and, and damage to that. I mean, and, you when know,
2: everything goes dark it's just got to be terrifying and there's 28 lives that were lost i mean you know it was it was something that was extremely serious and uh and you know another story i hate to take up the whole show with stories but i was coming back from the day on the hill which i would like to touch on in a moment but i was in nashville last week participating in the day on the hill where we go visit our legislators and try to learn and, and develop relationships with them and try to you know, create a, a bond so that they know where we're coming from. They know where we're you know we know where they're coming from, and so we went into Nashville. So, long story short, I'll I'll get back to that. But we were on our way back, and and you know it was one of those situations where I couldn't have left at the at the the, the silliest time of the day, and when the storms were all coming because it was those storms that hit Cumberland Cumberland Mountain, and whenever those storms began. You know, you. I saw it on the radar. I actually was watching it. And before I go any further, real quick, if you have a story that you would like to tell about something that you experienced from the storm, and you'd like this as an outlet, and we'd love to hear your story, so please call in eight six five two four three eight two five five. We're we're kind of dedicating this show to that, um, and we'd love to hear it. We'd love to hear your story. So if if you don't want to you know, actually come on the air and talk, you can certainly email me the story to Kevin at KevinRay dot com and I can, you know, summarize it and read it on the air um but it's eight six five two four three talk so so I was headed back and you know those tornadoes were coming I saw one that was coming over the interstate in Monterey and I you know it, my wife was saying okay it's it's past that area just stop there in that first exit of Crossville and get something to eat so I did I stopped there I was going to go get something to eat and, and I was literally one of the first people that was going down that road 127 after it had hit. I didn't realize that had just hit. And so all the emergency vehicles, and they were saying on the air, they were saying, if you see emergency vehicles, get out of the way. And it was like they were talking to me because there was like four of them behind me. And so I got out of the way and I made my way down there and I got some pictures actually f- one of the first people on the scenes from the destruction in the Rennie community in uh, Cumberland Mountain uh, area right there uh, near Crossville and I put them on my Facebook page and I put them up on WBIR's uh, page and funny enough on their Facebook page and two or three minutes later or no it was probably ten minutes later I was going to WBIR just to look at the radar again <laughs> and uh, sure enough they have my pictures up on the front page um. from W on WBIR but you know all laughing aside, you know, there was two people that lost their life there, um, and it was, it was well, uh, you devastating.
3: Know, speaking of WBIR, um, it, one of the things that they do, Todd Howe mm-hmm. and and that weather crew, is it Mark Wicker? Is that his name? Uh, yeah, um, yeah, Mark mm-hmm. Wicker. Um, they do a fantastic Or is it job. Mike?
2: I think it's Mike. Okay, yeah, well, yeah, it could, yeah, it could yeah. be,
3: and I apologize for that, but they do a fantastic job of alerting you exactly where that thing is coming to get cover, so, um, I mean, two lives is, is definitely too, too many to be lost, yeah. you know, but it's it a good is. thing that they helped out people to cover.
2: You're right, and and so when I was there, I was, you know, probably 20 cars back, because there was a huge um, power line that had crossed the road right there on 127, right before you got to Hal Road, and so the power line was across the road, and, you um, know, you know... Uh- it was so surreal because I was only getting off the road to, to eat and to let the storm pass and that's what I decided of course it was a little off of I-40 I, I followed that stretch I followed those emergency vehicles for a little while because I mean honestly I, if, if I could have been of some help if, if there hadn't been enough people I would have helped I mean that was my primary reason um, but I just also wanted to just see what was going on and and so I got up there and you know it was, it was so surreal because you know there's debris everywhere in this little isolate and they, they actually confirmed it was, you know, a tornado. Um, I think they said it was an F1, but I can't remember for sure. They may have downgraded that. But, I mean, an F1 is 125 mile-per-hour winds, and F0 is 85 to that high of winds. So, I mean, it's a ridiculous amount of wind. So, it was just sitting there, and then, you know, there was there was a, a, a man that was standing there with embracing a small child, like a two-year-old child, has scrapes all over her. He has scrapes all over him. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was in one of the homes that was hit and actually and I don't know this for sure but the gentleman who I spoke to who was trying to help him said that in fact a couple of his family members were unaccounted for and so I still don't know whether or not they were the ones that had passed away or whether they just happened to be you know trapped and just weren't accounted for or whatever but I mean there was you know several homes that were destroyed over there Um, and it was just you know one of those things and you know I snapped a few pictures and you know tried the best I could to talk to them and you know try to you know just be there and then i just you know i left soon after that but you know it just makes you realize you know that you know in a in a flicker of a, a instant you know things can change you know and it's just it's one of those situations where you never want to be in that type of storm i mean i remember in april i mean what did you guys do did you guys get hunkered down or
3: well we did because todd how said to clear out your center location in your house at the lowest point and get in there and so i got all the kids and I, what the funny thing was when we cleaned everything out the first person in was not a person it was my dog ran straight into (laughs) the room it wouldn't let us in so we had to force that so it's
2: terrifying this was last night or was this april this is the april storm yeah, I didn't even get in your closet last night.
3: No, we well, we we cleaned it out, and we were there on the side. It just never, it just never materialized. Not like that the April twenty seventh because it right. hit dead center on our house, and it was just shaking like a you know just crazy.
2: Yeah, yeah absolutely. Well, you know, it's just uh, you know the storms are so destructive, and and you know folks that are out there that did have damage, and, and certainly this is nothing near what what April was. But if you had some damage, and you know, you, just like Monsour said, you know, you need to assess it. Number one. One, the three things that he suggested that you do was number one, you need to assess it and make the claim. That was the number one thing. It's under all my paperwork here. Yep. Um, you need to call and report the claim. And then number two, you need to document the damage. You know, the damage, you know, you're not going to be able to document all the damage. There's going to be stuff there that you just don't even realize. That's right. That's there. So you need to document that the best that you can. You know, and I remember back in the April storm, you know, when they actually came out, they found stuff that I didn't even notice. I'm talking serious stuff like my windows were all
3: busted up you know yeah that my, the same thing with me too that's it's incredible what they can find
2: and you know if you have insurance i mean i know people that actually had damage that didn't file a claim hmm. do you do you, can you believe that well I, it's
3: it's kind of hard for me to imagine i mean
2: yeah because they well first of all they didn't want to pay the deductible well see i think
3: that's the biggest misconception is that uh, they think that they don't have enough damage to to make it for because of the large deductible but i think the important thing is get somebody out there and determine that
2: yeah and i mean in our home i know that you had a roof that was completely destroyed. Destroyed. Mine was. I mean, I had you know thirty thousand dollars worth of damage at my house, and we're still you know finalizing everything. Like I said, so and the other thing that's this is what I wanted to talk to mansoor about, but he just needed to leave. And that is when you are filing these claims, you know what is the best method to do it because you know, and I'm not going to tell my I'm not going to tell my insurance company under the bus or the person who helped me or anybody like that, but. I really just felt like there was, you know, some involvement. They were wanting me to report things that really weren't messed up. And I had to really be diligent with keeping... The thing, honest.
3: Well, I think everybody has the same frustration dealing with insurance companies. And I think when I started talking to three or four insurance companies we deal with on a regular basis at my office, they all kind of said the same thing. The volume of calls kept us from giving the optimal customer service. So I just take that to being the fact that I just need to be patient, work through the process, and just calm and relax and just go through it.
2: Yeah. And, you know, if you guys have questions, and I want to actually read two of these questions right now that I have that were directed to Monsoor and I'll actually follow up with him as well if you would like for me to and one of them was about hail damage and that the question actually this is a good question I'm not going to be able to answer this but but Mark from our collective experience we might be able to but they evidently last night received some hail damage to their vehicle and I know that a lot of people received hail damage back whenever you know we had the April storms and so it was to their vehicle but it was also to some of their exterior lights of their home and so their question is do they still have to pay the same deductible even if it's just being reported for hail because i mean like for instance if it's if the damage is only two thousand dollars worth of damage or whatever and your deductible is a thousand dollars isn't there some sort of deal that you could strike or have you know in your policy do you know the answer to that i don't
3: know the answer to that i do know uh with firsthand experience that uh, a car with my insurance company my deductible for hail damage on the car um applied to my home deductible so I didn't pay two separate deductibles I didn't know that they told me that so I was
2: quite happy so that's a good point so that's two separate insurance policies
3: Right? Yeah, well, I see it as a two separate insurance yeah. policies, two separate deductibles, but they counted it to one, so.
2: Well, everybody out there that's just tuning in, um, this is Kevin Ray, and this show is The Housing Hour, and you're probably wondering why we're talking about the storms, but it's all about housing. We really have dedicated this show to talking about, you know, some best practices on how to most effectively, you know, deal with storm damage, and we'd also like to hear your stories from last night, um, and even the nights in the past, even in April, if you want to to talk about that so give us a call 865-243-TALK that's 865-243-8255 and we'll be right back in just a few moments thanks so much
0: from town to town to hide my shame but I made me a vow to the moon and stars I'd search the honky tonks and bars and kill that man and give me that awful name When the weather gets bad, the team gets stronger. Listen for live
3: WATE 6 Storm Team severe weather updates now on 100.3 WNOX. Buying a home is now more affordable than it's ever been in the last 20 years. Decline in home values coupled with rock-bottom mortgage rates makes home affordability a reality. Mortgage Investors Group is ready to help you take advantage of these dynamic market conditions. With 16 Tennessee locations, MIG has dedicated itself to taking a caring approach to your home mortgage needs to help you make your home financing your reality. For more information, call toll-free 800-489-8910 or visit MIGonline.com. Mortgage Investors Group your home loan solutions for the past 22 years. Tennessee Mortgage License Number 109111. Mortgage Investors Group is an equal housing lender.
5: With the real estate market the way it's been lately, you need a thorough professional to guide you through the title insurance process, and that professional is Crown Title in Franklin Square. Did you know that Lenders Title Insurance only protects the lender? Owner's Title Insurance from Crown Title protects you and your investments. Crown Title is a second-generation, locally-owned company with over 50 years of combined experience. Crown Title offers a wide array of title insurance products and escrow services, all at competitive prices. Crown Title has been serving all of Knoxville and the surrounding area with a highly trained and dedicated staff well-versed in the real estate market. Whether it's a new purchase or refinance, FHA or VA, escrow services or cash transaction, let Crown Title provide security and peace of mind for the biggest investment you'll make. If you're a buyer, seller, agent or lender, Crown Title should be your choice. Our digital closing docs with Forever Marketing keeps you in front of your clients for as long as they own their home and notifies you when they're returning to the market. Call Crown Title now to find out more at 539-4910. That's 539-4910 or stop by our office in the shops at Franklin
3: Square. We're online too at CrownTitleKnox.com. When choosing a company to handle your home financing, you want a great rate and someone you can trust. Tennesseans turn to Mortgage Investors Group. named Tennessee's number one THDA lender, eight years running. Homegrown right here in the Volunteer State and with 15 Tennessee locations, Mortgage Investors Group takes a caring approach to the lending process, finding a program specific to your needs. For more information, call toll-free 800-489-8910 or visit migonline.com. Mortgage Investors Group, your home loan solution serving Tennessee for the past 22 years. Tennessee Mortgage License Number one zero nine. Mortgage Investors Group is an equal housing lender.
1: Your Fox News
3: Radio source, 100.3 WNOX.
0: The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray continues, helping you understand what is really going on out there and what to do about it. Again, Kevin Ray.
2: Welcome back in to the housing hour. Again, this is Kevin Ray with co-host Mark Griffith. And uh got a couple of companies I'd like to tell you about real quick. First one um, that I believe very strongly in is Admiral Title Company. And, and actually, I am gonna have we're gonna have Phyllis and Terry on very soon. Um, but anyway, their their a company is called Admiral Title Company. And you know, they do something that uh, is so important to the home buying and the home refinancing process. They they take care of people from the titles, title perspective. So, for instance, when we do a loan and we need to get title insurance, they're going to go out, they're going to take care of the, the legal aspect of transferring that title. And what they do is is they really just, they are um, an all-service company. They're going to hold the hand of the customer and the client to make sure that they know what's going on with how this legally works. We're certainly going to talk to them about it as lenders, but then they're going to reinforce it. They're going to talk about owner's title insurance you know and when i worked with them they have always done a tremendous job and mark you've worked with them a lot
3: for a long time and yeah. they even have a key to my office
2: Well, and that's saying something (laughs) right there, you know, but that's why we endorse them on this show because we feel that strongly about them. So if you are a a lender and or a a realtor and you're looking for somebody to take care of your customer from beginning to end, then Admiral Title is the company for you. If you are a person out there that's buying a home, don't need a loan. Hey, great. If you need to go straight to the source and you just need to get title insurance or you need to get the, 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 not title insurance, but you need to get the property transferred into your name or Whatever the case is, they can take care of all of that. So give them a call. It's 865-531-6060. The other company that I'd like to tell you about real quick is Capital Financial Group. You know, Capital Financial Group is in the same building that we are, and Bobby does a great job. His, him and his team do a great job. And what they do is they're going to help you with a lot of different aspects of the home, of the of the, the your financial situation. Maybe it's tax planning. Maybe it's talking to somebody about a four hundred one k or you're talking to them about different aspects around your retirement plan they are going to take care of all of those needs you know they we went down to their office a couple of weeks ago and talked about reverse mortgages because they just want to know about the different products that mortgage lenders have because they're trying to be the type of uh, company that has a well-rounded approach and I'm very impressed with how they do it they when you go in and meet with them they may add something they may modify something they may delete something but they're wanting to help you to realize your goals and that's what they do so bobby and his team you can reach them at 865-246-1680 that's 865-246-1680 and you know mark i don't know if you've dealt with them specifically but they have a great reputation in our, our company for sure
3: they have a great reputation and they're actually very close to us so just being down very
2: close to us yeah, they, and, you know, they, they also do hazard insurance as well. They do hazard insurance, which, you know, honestly, that's something that is remarkable because, yes, Bobby, his team does the financial planning, and they do the tax planning, the estate planning, and the personal financial planning. But then they also have this other company that does as well. They do hazard insurance. They can do um, benefits for your company. They've got a huge slate of stuff that they do. So call them. Um, again, their number, 865 one six eight zero all right well back to what we've been talking about and you know one of the things that mark brought up a moment ago matter of fact why don't you go ahead and recap it about you know because you're going to get calls on monday about the storm
3: well we do after storms we always get phone calls and what our staff what we've realized over the years as long as we've been doing this is that there's when, when folks call in post storm uh there's there's two things that we recognize there's an emotional cost there that's been uh, paid and there's a an actual cost and a lot of times we try to talk to the emotional side because folks are still upset and they're still coming down from this catastrophic loss and everybody loves their home there's pride in home ownership so when you lose something and even if it's just material it still affects you so we have we're very cognizant when people call in that we we handle the emotional side first before we get into the number side
2: well that's yeah that's that's really extraordinary because most companies i can almost guarantee that people can't wear two hats. They know they wear one hat because, and they don't even wear that one well. Sometimes it's sideways. But right, do you you know, in these situations, when you have somebody that calls you, you know, and that's one of the things I love about Mortgage Investors Group and its employees and its and its originators and its or its operation staff is that they really care about their clients and they show that in ways that maybe other companies don't. And that is taking a personal interest in their situation. And I know that everybody says that, but we really do. And I just really feel like that is one of the things I love most about our company. And, you know, it started from Chrissy Ray, who that is my mom. Actually, Chrissy Ray is the owner of our company, and she was just in here. Um, She didn't have time to interview. We'll have her on soon. But that was how we established our company was that we were going to do this different. We were going to make the loan process for you an affair that you could actually come away from and say, you know what? I feel like these people are part of my family, a part of our, or my life. And I mean, I've created tons of friendships from being an originator because I was told how to do it from the people who started it. And that would be Chuck and Chrissy and, you know, Chris White and Mark Griffith and all the people down the line that have mentored me. So that's what you get when you go to MIG. Now, there were some other things that we wanted to get to. We'd love to hear about the storm as well. And I'm going to rather than take time in reading these emails, I have two testimonies that I'm going to um, actually put on the Facebook page so that people can see it and also the other question that I have I'm going to send that to Mansoor directly and if it's okay with you Kathleen um, well, I guess it's going to have to be unless you email me email me back if this is not okay but I was going to forward your email directly to Mansoor about your storm damage um, if that's okay because I think he'd be a good person to answer it. and he's not going to try to sell you anything he's just going to try to answer your question um, but the other thing I wanted to get to The average, uh, a little bit about the mortgage situation, Um, you know, the average 30-year fix is at 3.93%. Is that real? I mean, is that actual numbers, Mark? Actual numbers? I mean, is that real, 3.93? I mean, it really is real. I'm joking. I mean, it's... It's just so low, it blows the mind. Yeah, it really does. And, you know, and the other thing is the 15-year fix is 3.19% for a 15-year fix. I got these from bankrate.com, by the way. Um, so, I mean, your situation, your rate may not be exactly this. It depends on your credit score and some other things. But then the five-year, which, you know, a lot of people now, especially, people are thinking, hey, you know what? Um, I'm only going to be in this house for three years, and this is something you don't want to get going down this path where you know you're going to be there for longer than that, but yet you're getting a five-year arm anyway. You got to be careful with that because, you know, th- these these interest rates can change after a fix. A fixed period of five years. So, but there are people that are interested. I mean, three percent. If you absolutely are on a contract and you know you're only going to be there for three, four, or five years, then certainly that could be something that our folks might advise you to do. But most of the people, this thirty-year fixed money is going to be the best deal, I would say. And we
3: have a, we we do uh, have some arms that we uh, we loan on, and they are the doctors and the uh, professionals that are coming in for a fixed period of time. But the majority of the fixed rate thirty years.
2: And I can only speak from experience, and this is only my opinion. This is not uh, being endorsed by Mortgage Investors Group, what I'm about to say. But, you know, just being in the business, I did do a five-year arm back, I guess, you know, when I first, when I bought my second home. And actually, I did an FHA one-year arm when I bought my very first home. Me too. I mean, it, it just made sense to me, and it was so much less expensive. Um, we still do FHA arms, don't we? i had have to double check on I that. i had to double check. Pull it up there on the rate sheet. Um, but you know what? They're not always a bad thing, but I did it. I was just in the mindset that, you know what? I absolutely know everything is going to be okay and I can, it's going to work out just fine. Now I would not advise everybody to to go down that path because, you know, I just, I, I made that decision on faith that it was just going to be okay, you know, and now, you know, it's di- it's a different situation. You know, everybody has a different mindset and a different goal and, and that's just what it is. You just have to be, cogn- you know, conscious of what your goals are, how long you plan on being in the home and what your ultimate goal is, how long you plan on being in that home. And that's so very important and that's part of what we do when we, we talk to you. So we don't do the one-year-arm anymore. I don't think
3: we do. Yeah, we don't
2: do the one-year-arm anymore. So never mind about that. It's a horrible product. No. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but, anyway what what I did want to kind of end the show on Mark is to talk a little bit about because it's so important especially with this election year um, talk a little bit about my um, visit to Nashville and you know it was a really great experience um, and we were able to meet a lot of different um, state senators and also state representatives why did you go well the reason that we went is because there is a day on the hill that the affordable housing which I'm also a member of the affordable housing community um, but also I'm you know on the board for the Tennessee Mortgage Bankers Association, and I'm the president of the Knoxville Mortgage Bankers Association, so that was why I went. Um, There was just a real desire, I think, from the board this year to get involved and try to learn more about how it is that we, you know, make our voice heard, you know, not just our voice, like Mortgage Investors Group voice, or even, you know, the KMBA, the Knoxville Mortgage Bank, but just. Our voice, you know, what's best for housing, what's most logical for the way forward, because, you know, they actually make laws that affect housing every day. They make laws that affect our lives every day. You know, some people think, well, the state representatives and the Senate, they don't make decisions. They don't pass laws that affect us all that much. Couldn't be farther from the truth. Could not be farther from the truth. Matter of fact, I was pretty shocked about some of the bills that they were considering. But but what we did, we were up there um, for. You know, there wasn't a lot of bills this year actually that we were lobbying for. I mean, there was two bills that we talked to most, maybe three that we talked to most people about. And and one of the bills was that they want to, meaning the 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 legislator wants to mandate that. Well, they they want to keep there from being a mandate on sprinklers being put in every home that is built new construction. Oh. They want sprinkler systems put in. Th- that's where it could go. If this bill doesn't pass then there would be, that would open the door for the local government or somebody passing that bill. So that's scary. That that was one of the things because that pushes prices up. You know, that's going to cause problems with appraised values. Also, my kids... My alarms get set off all the time. You want water spraying in through the whole house? So that was one of the bills. I think there's YouTubes on that. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. And then the other bill that we talked about was something that would bore everybody here. But it was very important, especially as a lender, about how it is that deferred maintenance is taken care of and who they go ultimately to try to get to pay for that deferred maintenance. And I won't bore you with that. You can certainly look that bill up if you go and Google it, um, and it's, it's right now being talked about. And it's still in committee. So, with only about a minute left in the show, um, I want to just also at the last uh, for the last minute just to let you know that we hear you, and we've got all of your questions, and we appreciate you participating in this show. Because one of the reasons that we did this show, or started this show, is because we wanted to be an outlet for you. And I I hear you loud and clear. And I'm going to respond to all of these folks who have emailed me, and all of these people who have texted me, and that have joined my Facebook page and let me know that that you hear me because I. I hear you. And thank you for that. So next week, we've got a tremendous show lined up. Um, I'm going to be giving more information about that on my Facebook page, and I'll send that out soon. You can follow us also on Twitter, at Kevin Ray. That's Kevin Ray, R-H-E-A. You can also go on Facebook, facebook.com slash housing hour. This show is presented by Mortgage Investors Group, serving Tennessee since 1989, number one privately held lender in the whole state. Thanks again, guys, for stopping in today. Mark, great show. Thank you so much. Thank you. And thanks to Mansoor for being our guest. Take care.
0: That's the Housing Hour with Kevin Ray for today. Join Kevin and his guests each week at this time to keep up with the why and the why not. You need to know, so come here to find out. This program is presented by Mortgage Investors Group.